Maum Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Shmati Bhakti Vedanda Swaminiti Namane Namaste Sarasaphaya Deve Gauravari Pacharani Nibhishesha Shunyavari Pachachade Siddharani Umagyaram Timurandasya Karanjavara Shalakaya Chakthuru Militum Jainam Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Valchikalupa Trubhyas Chakra Pasindubi Vajra I thought I'd talk a little bit today about just uh, cultivating the holy name. It's a central process, really. This is the Sankirtan movement. And the word Sankirtan has lots of meanings, you know. Not just book distribution, <laughs> but um, the word uh, the word uh, uh, kirtan is to glorify the Lord. But we have the prefix san, sam. Uh, it means together. You know, it's a it's a it's a, it's a group activity. Seeing the association of devotees, for example, you know, very much social. Uh, when uh, Lord Chaitanya came, he came as a group of five, actually. It was already a, <laughs> a social with social relationships. And uh, that's, so that's one meaning of Sankirtan. You really, it's really not something really works so well as a loner. But it has its problems, too. I... Uh, Tributes. When I, uh, uh, people used to say all the time that that you know they had the common experience. They'd start chanting Hare Krishna, and they'd really feel a lot, so much bliss and happiness and ecstasy, and it was so nice and everything like that. And then after a while, it went away. It was like a common observation at least I remember that uh, and, and the, the common uh, explanation was that in the beginning Krishna gives you a little extra mercy just to encourage you and then he kind of takes it away so you have to do something for yourself uh, that never really sounded right to me I sort of went along with it and then I realized actually what ha- what was happening was in the very beginning you didn't know enough to commit a lot of offenses. For example, in the beginning I thought all the devotees were great souls. Then I got to know them. <laughs> and so in the very beginning when I was really naive and thought everybody was a great soul and was very respectful, and all this other stuff. I wasn't committing Vaishnava Aparat. But then when I got to know the devotees and saw what was going on a lot of the times, you know, but then it was very difficult not to commit Vaishnava Aparat. And then, so it takes some time to accept, you know, I, I have, this person may be doing all kinds of things that are not right or giving me difficulty, but I, I have to respect them anyway because of at least what their ideal is or that they have some commitment. Find some reason 
you know, to, to, to uh, wish them well and think well of them. So, uh, uh, so the, the, the process of Krishna consciousness is to cultivate the holy name while trying to give up offenses. Because it's been mentioned that there's the uh, three stages of chanting, the offensive stage, clearing stage, and, and pure stage. Uh, it's, it's really important to, to be trying to clear up offenses against the holy name. And uh, so I, I really began to make a, a study of it. We used to recite the Shishastika prayers every morning. Most temples, they still recite them. Uh, we'd say them uh, very quickly, and the purport was get out there and distribute the books. That's what it meant. Uh, and uh, it wasn't really until about the year 2000 that I really began to understand and appreciate the, the Shishastika prayers. Okay, um, uh, that was the uh, year 2000. I was a, a GBC chairman that year, uh, and um, I knew it was going to be a rough year. It asked me to be the chairman, and I knew things were going to happen. There was this was where we had our first big Riddick temple and all this kind of stuff, and there was a a, a lot of difficulties coming up. <coughs> and uh, so uh, I had suggested to the GBC, uh, and there were other things happening too, I and mean, that was one, only one of them, uh, that, that we should all, during uh, uh, Kartika, we should all go to Vrindavan together and all of us do uh, Kartika Vrata 64 rounds a day our own purification and for the purification movement. Not that many people were interested. Well, they had other plans already, I don't know. But, but anyway, it turned out I couldn't, couldn't get that kind of a thing. I thought even as a PR move, it would have been great. <laughs> but to speak of being good for us. So I decided, well, I'll just do it myself. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the, you know, the chairman of the GBC. Maybe that I'm doing this will, will, you know, help the movement somehow or other. And I'd never done it before. I, by the way, I never really sat down chanting 64 rounds a day. Like, you know, most I ever chanted was 50 rounds when we were going to try to have a baby. You know, otherwise succeed. So. Uh, and then Krishna made all these really wonderful arrangements. Uh, they, they got me a really nice room at the, the Bhaktivedanta Sadhana Ashram by, by Govardhan Hill, and I had a really nice place to stay. And Jayadwaita Swami was there, and some other It was great, you know. And I, so I started chanting 64 rounds, and uh, 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 I was having a really, really, really good time. And uh, uh, and uh, then, then, then I, 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 uh, I got a book that I picked up at the, the this book uh, on the Shishastika by by Bhaktivinoda Thakur, 
And I started to look at that. And then I, I looked at the, the, uh, the last uh, chapter of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is also, yeah, that book right there. Yeah, uh, very, very good. Uh, and uh, <coughs> I realized that we had always been reciting uh, the Shashastrika prayers according to something that Prabhupada had handed out pretty early on, and that in the last chapter of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Prabhupada translated them all over again. Because that chapter, in that chapter, uh, depicts Lord Chaitanya together with Swarabhadamada and Ramananda Roy. And Lord Chaitanya is reciting the Shishastika prayers uh, in the sequence and then discussing them in Bengali. Now the Sanskrit prayers are, of course, in Sanskrit, then, then discusses them in Bengali. And as he recites them, it also says what Lord Chaitanya is, is feeling. What, what his feelings were. Uh, and uh, so that plus plus this book by Bhaktivinoda Thakur was like a really uh, a kind of a, a revelation uh, for me uh, and, uh, and helped help me a lot. So I, I learned them very, very well uh, so that I could recite the prayers in, in, in Sanskrit uh, and, and understand them. I don't know Sanskrit very well. I had a, like a one-year university course in it, which is just enough to begin studying it. But, but uh, so, but I, I learned them uh, that way, uh, and uh, and then I also understood that uh, the Shishastika prayers actually uh, take you all the way through the steps beginning from Shraddha and ending up in Prema. It's, that's the sequence, one after the other. Uh, and, uh, and then in another book, Bhaktivinoda Thakur uh, uh, says, uh, he, he uh, says that corresponding to the eight Shastika prayers, he says the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra has eight pairs of names. And the first pair indicates the first verse of the Shishastika prayer, the second pair, the second verse, and so on. So that was really, really interesting. And, uh, and so I, I even got to the point where I could recite the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra and just have the same, the correct Shishastika prayers kind of flash in my head, you know, like I could see the whole prayer in one, one go. And, uh, anyway, that's the kind of thing I, 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 I started doing uh, at that time. And, uh, like, for example, here, let's, let's look, they, they, the first, the first Shastika prayer uh, indicates Shraddha, Adho Shraddha, Tata Sadhu Sangha, Bhajana Kriya, uh, so it, it indicates this this the platform of faith. So I wonder why does it do that one? Well, because actually these are the list of all the things that will 
happen when uh, Sankirtan becomes victorious. Uh, uh, see, the, the, this because it's a list, uh, and, and uh, this this prayer, by the way, is really high level Sanskrit kavya. It, it even rhymes. You know, that's that's the sign you've got real real uh, high level poetry here. And so it's a list of the the the, the benedictions, the, and it's the Sanskrit's really cool because because the subject is the the the, the real sentence is uh, uh, Vijayate Shri Krishna Sankirtanam. Let Shri Krishna Sankirtan become victorious. You know, let it just went out all over everything. Like, let it become the victorious. So that's the word, Sri Krishna Sankirtanam. So then, but th- 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 this is the subject, and the first, the rest of it be, are the predicates. What is that Sankirtan? Well, the first, when it becomes victorious, for our first thing, Chaitanya Dharpa Namarjanam. See, it modifies Sankirtan. So that when the Sankirtan is victorious, then the mirror of the heart will become cleansed. So that's the first thing. The mirror of the heart becomes cleansed. Cheto Dharpana Marjanam. Second thing, a list. Bhava Mahadavagni Nirvapanam. Then the great forest fire of material existence will become extinguished. Right? So the, the heart becomes cleansed. Uh, material suffering uh, starts to end. Uh, then Shreya Kairava Chandrika Vitaranam. Uh, this is a very elaborate metaphor uh, where uh, Sankirtan uh, Vitaranam it, it is uh, that which spreads Chandrika, uh, the moonshine of. Uh, uh, the uh, Kairava, Kairava here is translated as a white lotus, but really it's a lily, to be technically correct. Uh, it's the night blooming lily. See, because uh, uh, lotuses open up in the daytime, but the Kairava spreads in moonlight. So, so, so Sankirtan is like that moonshine that causes this white night blooming, uh, very fragrant, by the way, uh, uh, lily of our Shreya, our ultimate good fortune uh, to uh, open up. And that's how Prabhupada translates here. And see, you see in the translation, let there be all victory for the chanting of the holy name for Krishna. He starts at the end. Like you have to do that if you're going to do it in English. And then it cleanses the mirror of the heart, stops the uh, miseries of the material existing. It is the waxing moon that spreads the white lotus of good fortune uh, for living entity. So this is this is the things that happen. Uh, 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 and really here you're already talking about uh, a realization of your relationship with Krishna. This is 
you've gotten that far with, uh, so far with this one and uh, that's that's the the, the, the this uh, uh, our good what is meant by our Shreya highest good well that's our 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 relationship with Krishna and then Vidya Vadu Jivanam uh, uh, here is a really a conjugal metaphor doesn't come across in translation. Uh, Prabhupada translates it here as the life and soul of all education. Well, vidya, ultimate knowledge, is a vadu. Vadu means bride, a young bride. And jivana, that's the bridegroom who enlivens the young bride. So this is this whole conjugal thing is packed into these three words, vidya, vadu, jivanam. So this really is, is talking about now a, 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 a very close uh, relationship with Krishna on the transcendental platform of a fully developed uh, uh, rasa. Uh, and then anandam buddhi vardhanam, uh, 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 this uh, increases the ocean of bliss is always increasing, and so now it starts going without ever stopping. Pratipadam purnam ritashvadanam, and at every step of the way, pratipadam, uh, there is purna amrita, full nectar, ashvadanam, this taste of full nectar. and then uh, sarvatma snapanam, and for everyone it is the uh, bathing of the self. Uh, uh, and Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, one might think that perhaps all this happiness and pleasure might lead to selfishness or greediness or something, but no, because you're fully purified. That you know, answers that objection. And then there's just this param, you know, just stuck in there. Uh, transcendental, this is, uh, and then vijayate, Sri Krishna, and Kirtanam. I mean, it's, it's quite, a, quite a verse. So this is promise, this is Lord Chaitanya's promise. If you cultivate Saint Kirtan, this is what's going to happen. This, this is what, what will be there. You know, it's like a really full on you know, like a Bach organ thing, you know, like all the pipes going and stuff like that. This is what really happens, you know. And then the the next verse, uh, which is then about anartanivriti, uh, 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 this verse has a real turn in it, you know, a, a real nam nam akari bahada. Uh, 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 you have made manifest uh, so many names. Akari means manifest. Uh, the, the, so many names. Bahada, many kinds of name uh, you have made manifest. Uh, uh, and 
and you have put in them this tatra arpita you've put them into them all your spiritual potencies uh, and on top of all that niyamita smadane nakalaha and for remembering those names or chanting those names uh, uh, these yama, niyama rules and regulations uh, considerations of time uh, they're not there you know so, so, so many names filled with spiritual potency, uh, uh, freely given them, uh, without uh, so much uh, difficulty to remember them. Uh, when Prabhupada translates it here, My Lord, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, in your holy name, there is all good fortune for the living entity. Therefore, you have many names such as Krishna and Govinda, by which you expand yourself. You've invested all your potencies in these names. Uh, so, is it like this thing? Etadrisi tavakripa Bhagavan. This is your mercy. Mama Durdaivam. And here's a contrast. This is your mercy, but Mama Durdaiva my misfortune. There's a real contrast. I mean, this is a, this verse like turns around at a dime, you know. Your mercy, but my misfortune. Durdaiva means bad luck. <laughs> you can put it that way, right? Is that in chanting these names, uh, there is no anuraga. I'm not a, I've got no attachment for it. You've done all this for me. You've manifested their names. You've given to me so easily, and still I'm unfortunate. Uh, uh, and here, here is, I, I realize something that that had happened to me uh, earlier, which I had never quite understood. Uh, uh, when at one, one point I, I had decided I, I, I would really, you know, try to chant the holy names and really pay attention. Uh, because especially in the early days of the movement, we really didn't didn't have so much instruction about... We'd sit down, we'd dutifully chant our rounds, but it's mostly something that you could get over with so you could go back and do some other more interesting service, you know. So it was, wasn't... At least I think most places... Uh, but uh, then I realized one day, one day you know, that, that actually I should really pay attention to the holy name and really try to try to to fix my mind uh, on the holy name and give it this courtesy of my my attention. And it was kind of hard to do. My mind kept wanting running away, but I you know tried to had tried to to fix it. <coughs> Uh, and uh, so uh, I, when I started to do this I realized at a certain point 
that that I was my mind was going away uh, because I was feeling as I chanted Hare Krishna some kind of mental uneasiness or discomfort and that's why my mind wanted to go it wasn't why I was thinking of this or thinking of that but the actual process of chanting was causing some me some distress and I didn't know what to make of this because nobody ever said anything like this was going to chant. You know, our slogan was chant and be happy. No one says, you know, so I didn't know what to do. And I began to get this suspicion that I didn't belong in the Hare Krishna movement. I was like some kind of demon who had gotten in there, and you know. And that's why I was actually kind of like... Uh, repel or you know having this difficulty so then I thought you know what I'll do I'll just put up with it I'll just endure it uh, all this I was doing in quite secret I couldn't even tell my wife about it you know because because you know your early experience in the movie you walk in somewhere and, and somebody give you some prasadam and you don't like it and they tell you you're a demon because you don't like prasadam. You know, they were quite, quite willing to tell people things like that in those days. You know, the doors were like pretty harsh. It was like really hard, you know. I remember one of my early visits to the temple, I step outside to this gorgeous sunset, you know, and there's a lady from the temple uh, uh, also right outside the door. I said, Oh, what a beautiful sunset. She said, it is not beautiful. It's horrible. And you're going to, if you think it's beautiful, you'll just have to take birth again to enjoy it. <laughs> it was really like that, you know. <laughs> so you really had to join in spite of the devotees in many cases. <laughs> anyway. So, so I, you know, I was afraid to tell anybody I, of anything like this was. I was what I was going through. So it was all like. So I, I decided I had this mental discomfort. I was going to, going to just endure it and put up with it and see what had happened. And it got worse. It got worse. And then one one day. All of a sudden, this discomfort increased, and then it came. It revealed what it was. I became filled with grief. I mean, like really living grief, and I knew right what what it was. I had turned away from Krishna, and I had come to the material world. That Krishna was wonderful, perfect. You couldn't find any fault with him absolutely flawless and yet somehow or other I had turned away from him and come to this material world and it seemed to me like like a totally unforgivable sin nobody ever said chant and feel grief right? <laughs> chant and be happy you know so again I, this, I, I, I just didn't know what to do with it uh, and uh, but I, I I I kept chanting, uh, and then then I then I realized 
what, what kept me going was, okay, I had turned away from Krishna because, and it was because he was perfect. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think inside you, you know, the, the big problem was it was him and not me. <laughs> but I realized in spite of having turned away from Krishna, Krishna hadn't turned away from me. Because the only reason I was going through this was because uh, I was chanting Hare Krishna. And why was I chanting Hare Krishna? Well, because Prabhupada had gone through the whole trouble of coming to the West and bringing the holy name uh, so that I, I could chant Hare Krishna. And his trouble was Krishna's trying to get me back. That he hadn't turned away from me, even though he had every right to. Right? So, so then I became really filled with gratitude. That, 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 that was, but again, I didn't discuss this with anybody. And I didn't realize what I was doing was okay, actually, when I, I was studying this, this verse. Because what, if you go, if you go to this uh, chapter, where, where the this is trans, this is Prabhupada translates, it all always tells you uh, what Lord Chaitanya is feeling, and when he chants the second verse, where he says "Mama Durdaiva Midusha Jani Raga," it says he, he felt vishada and dainya. Tells his feelings. Vishada means grief, and dainya means humility. And I thought, my God is bona fide. Is <laughs> 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 bona fide. That's that's what he's thinking. Like, and look, because look at the contrast. You know, this gra- gratitude for Krishna and His mercy, and this th- thing that still I, I have no attraction uh, uh, for for them. There's no anuraga, um, and so this second verse, this second verse of the Shastika prayers, leads. And uh, when Prabhupada translates it here, he says, "Although you bestow such mercy upon the fallen conditioned souls by liberally teaching your holy names, I am so unfortunate that I commit offenses while chanting the holy name." This is what's been put in the verse. You know, this is my. What's the Duradiva? What's the misfortune that I'm committing offenses, and therefore, I do not achieve attachment for chanting. Uh, so here we have we have this clearing stage uh, of chanting that, that that has to begin, uh, and then the third verse. This leads, this, this Mama Durdaiva, uh, leads into uh, the next Trinadapi Sunichela, uh, the feeling of being lower than grass. Trinadapi Sunichela, Toror Iva Suhishnuna, and becoming tolerant and forbearing like a tree. Uh, 
Amanina, without being pr proud, but Manada, giving all, not looking for any respect for myself, but giving all respect to others. Kirtaniya Sadahari, in that stage, then one can always chant the holy name of the Lord. Uh, uh, so this is this is the process now of chanting while trying to give up offenses in this thing with this chinada pisunichena. Uh, now how can I possibly think of myself with my good looks, my Ivy League degree, my 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 uh, 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 talents, my abilities? my uh, victories at sports, think of myself in the artificial and unnatural position. How can I, as Donald Trump, for example, <laughs> think of my, you know, this seems like unnatural, you know. Bhaktivinoda Thakur points out that this is very accurate. Uh, think of a jiva, right? One ten thousandth the tip of a hair in size, like really, really small. Sadaputta once calculated that's one quarter of an angstrom unit. Very, very tiny little thing we are. So if you took all the jivas and you just look at them in their naked you know, reality, the th uh, what... Th what kind of thing that we can see that they would most closely resemble is you know, looking out on the lawn of grass and seeing the blades of grass one after other just like that. So this is actually quite accurate. <laughs> if you literally look at, uh, at who we are. Uh, so uh, you, can't, you don't have to think of yourself in your unnatural way, uh, you know, uh, as, as imagine yourself as being small like that for, the, for some sake. No, it's real. Humility is actually realism. And especially if you're thinking of Krishna and how great he is, then you can really understand. So, uh, in, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, uh, this idea uh, of Dainya continues all the way through when Lord Chaitanya is feeling this humility increases more and more and more. So we have to start thinking about this idea of humility, how, how great devotees actually get a taste for it and, and, and how they, 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 they cultivate it. Uh, and it, it's, it's not... You know, sometimes the Pope, for example, uh, who is uh, uh, traditionally wears a crown, because the way the Roman Catholic Church got organized, the head of the church is also a king. I mean, to me, my mind is that was the big problem to begin with with with, with Western. Civilization was was the the head of the church was also a king of in those days a big part of Italy. You know, and he had armies and you know, and uh, occupy occupying getting that position was uh, 
a competitive goal of the leading families of Rome for years. You know, you should have mixed Brahmins and Kshatriyas that way. But anyway, the Pope, so he, you know, he's a very majestic guy, vicar of Christ on earth, you know, big deal. But at least once a year he goes and washes some feet. <laughs> huh? He washes feet. Remember what? Uh, just before Easter, I think, yeah, you, you certain select people with clean feet, I suppose. <laughs> I think the present Pope actually, they've got just really got real beggars yeah, with, with yeah, bad feet, you know. Had <laughs> <laughs> that pedicure first, <laughs> but, but uh, he's a little exceptional. <laughs> but but uh, this is, uh, this, you know, it goes through a little ritual of humility. But humility is actually our, our natural position. And I begin to realize that that great devotees, as you read them, like Haridas Thakur and other people, you know, they they, they seek it out, uh, not for its own sake, but because as humility increases, love for Krishna increases. And as they're not attached to humility for its own sake so much as they are for their corresponding feelings for Krishna. So they really get a taste for humility. So, so you know, this is this is a, 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 a these two things go together, uh, and, uh, and 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 I must say, re- recently I, I did a project for the GBC. My last project before I finally got out of mismanagement. Uh, I wrote this book on Prabhupada's position, did a lot of research and wrote a book and uh, uh, nobody in Ireland has seen it. Uh, yeah. Maybe some people. Uh, there's some, but I hear there's a big, uh, in Belfast there's a whole bunch of them sitting on the shelf. <laughs> They're free. I mean, Bhakti Chu Swami paid for the first printing. Um, and you can download it for free. Uh, and, and, and I discovered many things about Prabhupada that that that, that I knew theoretically, but now could see. And, and really, the real lesson of Srila Prabhupada's life is how much of a servant he was, of, of discipleship, of being a disciple. Our, our, after Prabhupada left, maybe we got off on a wrong foot because people thought the lesson of Prabhupada was being a guru. But his real lesson was being a disciple. And if you're the, the disciple, then the guru thing takes care of itself. But but that that that's what he did. You, he because because uh, and Prabhupada's own attitude about himself is is very very interesting. And he, he actually would speak about it in public. Uh, he was very grateful when the movement began to spread. And he said on a couple of occasions in public, he said, you know, my spiritual master ordered me when I was a young man to preach in English, which meant go to the West, by the way. Whenever you said preach, the whole English language preaching thing of the Gaudiya Mat was all orientated toward becoming a, 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 a world religion, a world movement. Uh, uh, 
Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur took Bhaktivinoda Thakur's magazine, Sajjanatoshini, which was his flagship preaching organ in Bengal, uh, and which was in Bengali, and he took that and changed it into the English language <coughs> harnessed. And Bhakti Siddhanta was always the editor. It said so on the cover of every issue that he was the editor. And when in the pages of the Harmonist, there would be reports on what Bhakti Siddhanta was doing, had different features around the mats or whatever, where he would travel and do things. He was always the editor. Editor visits this place, editor gives initiation, editor meets with this is Bhakti Siddhanta, he was the editor, that was his thing. Nishikan Sanyal was his uh, right hand man for English language preaching, and he was kind of the de facto uh, main writer and, 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 and editor also, but Bhakti Siddhanta actually uh, kept, that, uh, kept that title. So, but, so pra- Prabhupada. Uh, said that he was told uh, and he wasn't the only one anybody who had some English training was told to do this it was a fairly common told me when I was a young man uh, to preach in English uh, and and actually he was his first first meeting he mentioned it and the last letter he got from Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati he told him to do the same thing you know so Prabhupada said, he told me when I was a young man to do it. Uh, but, he said, but I was so involved in business and so attached to family life, I really didn't do anything until my old age. And then I thought, now I'm really getting old. Let me at least at the fag end of my life. Fag end means that, like the loose end of a rope, by the way. It has nothing to do with homosexuality or cigarette butts or anything like that. <laughs> Older English is, is uh, yeah, the, uh, ropes loose in was called the fag end. Uh, so at the fag end of my life, uh, I decided to do something. Uh, and uh, I came here and I couldn't do very much. But now you're helping me. Uh, and because you're helping me, I, can, I have done something to satisfy my spiritual master. So I really have to thank you more. That's his feeling. I mean, it really is. This is this is this is how he feels. Uh, that that he's just gotten a lot of mercy. He couldn't do very much, and even said, "My spiritual master sent you so you would help me." Like this. So every, for everything he thought he did. First of all, he studied Bhakti Siddhanta very very carefully. You can you can see the whole. Uh, idea of this temple of the Vedic planetarium in Mayapur, very much based on the idea in the Gaudiya Mat uh, that, that the uh, Sri Chaitanya Mat in Mayapur was the parent temple, and all other temples were its extensions, and they had very profound theological or philosophical reasons why this was so. And that central temple is teaching. It's a teaching temple. It teaches Achincha Veda Veda Tattva. That th- this philosophy given by Lord Chaitanya is the, is the fulfillment 
of the, the philosophies and, and work of Madhva Nimbarka Vishnu Swami, uh, and who did I leave out? Uh, um, yeah, the four, the four founder Acharyas. This is, this is there culminates and is fulfilled by it. They, they prepare the way for Lord Chaitanya. This is in the Navajita Mahatmya Bhaktivinoda Thakur. And so it teaches this. And so Prabhupada, similarly, this temple of his, that he, you know, as soon as he got some land in Mayapur, he put down the, the, the cornerstone for it. Uh, wanted to do it. It's very important. And that's because that's because they describe this in in, in the harmonist that uh, that when when the Calcutta t- uh, marble temple was built, the, the Gaudiya, Sri Gaudiyamad in Calcutta, which was their headquarters for world preaching, because Calcutta was a world city, it was the headquarters of the Raj, British Raj, in in, in the east up until 1914. It was a world city. It was very different from the rest of Bengal. Uh, sophisticated, modern, uh, part of a bigger international, multinational organization like that, you know. So that was their headquarters for world preaching. And there were a series of articles to really stress the fact that, that this temple was subordinate and extension into the, what they called the modern urban environment uh, of the Sri Taitanya Mat in Mayapur. Uh, and this was the, the, the prime temple, not simply because Mayapur was the place where Lord Taitanya appeared, but that Mayapur was the descended spiritual world. And that, that Lord Chaitanya is eternally situated there uh, in, in that place, along with the founder Acharya. There's only two places that Bhakti Siddhanta is referred to by that name, and this is one of them in that article with the founder Acharya. Uh, uh, and so Prabhupada, you know, he, did, he unfortunately had to start all over again. It wasn't his idea. He never stopped trying to, to get everybody together and to cooperate, but eventually he had to do it by himself. You know, and therefore he took the, accepted the title Prabhupada, accepted the idea of founder Acharya for himself, which is re- really a bold, bold thing to do. Because, because uh, Bhakti Siddhanta didn't have that title. But it's clear that it was being prepared for him. Because Nishikant Sunyal, twice in the pages of the Harmonist, uses it. One is this article that I mentioned, and one is like in 1936, where he uses this term for Bhakti Siddhanta. Otherwise, where it shows up is in this book that, that he wrote, Nishikant Sunyal wrote in English, called Sri Krishna Chaitanya, the first of three projected volumes, that the preachers, they waited until they had that book in their hand before they left for England in 1933. Uh, and that, that, that book, I got a copy of the, uh, one of the original ones you know, that they brought with them from University Library Loan. Uh, it was impeccably edited, 
not a typo in the place. Of course, I'm thinking of Prabhupada's Bhagavatam. I had, you know, the ones that he did by himself, the solo job. They'd obviously used huge amount of resources. Sanyal was the, the writer of it. His, his name is on it. Bhakti Siddhanta writes a preface and an intro, introduction. And before they get to Lord Chaitanya, it goes through about 80 or, 80 or so pages about a history, a history of atheism, history of theism in the world, Greek, Roman, but mostly by, by atheism, they mean Mayavad philosophy and, and so on. And in the history of theism, they talk about Madhvacharya, Nimbarka, Vishnu, Swami, and Ramanuja. And they call them the four founder acharyas for the Iron Age. And that's where this term, founder acharya, shows up with a capital F and a hyphen, you know. That's where it shows up. It was the term of art for the four founder acharyas, what we call the Sampradaya acharyas. So to take that title, to use it again, was pretty heavy. You know, that was that was the, the, their title, and my inference is that because twice Nishikant Sanyal used it referring to Bhakti Siddhanta, that Bhakti Siddhanta was planning to go to the West. Uh, they had they had a temple in London. He got disgusted with Bon Maharaj. Recalled him. Didn't. Uh, 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 he wouldn't even see him. And uh, I heard that Prabhupada said that, that Bhakti Siddhanta referred to him as Banasura. <laughs> so mad. I don't know exactly what, he, what it was that he did, but, but uh, he did do a penance for 10 years of some kind of worship of Lord Shiva to atone for whatever ever he had done. But Bhakti Siddhanta was planning to go. And he did send somebody else back there. But you know, the year they went, 1933, was not an auspicious year in the history of the world. That was the year, the beginning of 33. Uh, Hitler was appointed Chancellor of Germany, and by the end of the year, uh, uh, the, the Reichstag had given him dictatorial powers. So all hell was about to break loose. Uh, uh, so so that, that was when... when uh, uh, you know, nothing happened for a long time. And then Prabhupada, he chastised himself, it took me so long to come, but, you know, he, we happened to notice, he arrived at a right, the right time, exactly the right time. People were waiting, and it was all set up, and, you know, I can imagine, what if Prabhupada came, like, in, in 1955, you know, 10 years earlier, what you know, what would have happened? Well, I was around then, I know. <laughs> <It was. laughs> so he, this is, this is a charge of timing. Uh, uh, but I, you know, to take it, in the Gaudiya Mat, they had an annual ceremony where people got, were given titles. To take a title in India was not a small thing. When Parapod got the title Bhaktivedanta, uh, it wasn't just somebody sent up something in a the mail. There was a ceremony. 
and he was awarded this title of very official ceremony. And Bhakti Siddhanta, there was a meeting every year, and he would give titles. Like Nishikant Sanyal was also known as Bhakti Sudarkar. That was a title he was given. And everybody was awarded different titles to acknowledgement of different achievement and things like that. So my my that that the Nishikan Sunyal used it twice for Bhakti Siddhanta was that the plan was when Bhakti Siddhanta would have gone to the West. That was his plan to go to London when there was a temple and then he was going to go to America. He was asked about these plans. Uh, th- that he would have been awarded the title founder Acharya uh, because then Lord Chaitanya's movement would have been established worldwide. And my, my conviction is based on the fact that Prabhupada took that title with great confidence. It shows up in the second issue of Back to Godhead magazine, sort of the way you see it now then the fourth issue, and then it's not there for a while, and then it comes back. And then, of course, after, after uh, some of Prabhupada's disciples became influenced by Bon Maharaj or something, and not uh, to, to minimize Srila Prabhupada that he insisted on this title. And so everybody was like really upset that he had that title. Not everybody, but his god brothers, most of them were pretty upset with it. And now you see everybody's founder Acharya, by the way. <laughs> They've all jumped on the founder Acharya bandwagon. <laughs> but uh, they all have their little organizations and, 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 and so on. But that's where it comes from, and, and that's what it means. But when Prabhupada did it, you'd think, oh, that's pretty proud, maybe. But if you look look at the prana mantra that we have, we're offering obeisances, namaste, saraswata deva, to the servant of bhaktisiddhanta saraswati. That's what that means. When I hear people chant that prana mantra, they saraswati devi, but it's, (laughs) it's, it's, it's the term... In Sanskrit, uh, you, 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 like the word, the way you get Vaishnava from Vishnu, there's a rule for making uh, a patronymic. You, you know, McDonald. Uh, every language has a son of Donald, you know. Uh, uh, that, that's a patronymic. Uh, and... Uh, the, these, you know, Ivanovich, son of Ivan in Russian, you know, the, these are patronymics. So Sanskrit has this son of or servant of, so that system. So you take Vishnu and then you get Vaishnava. You, you, you make the first syllable heavier and you change the N to the A declension, the A declension, and that's, the, that's how you do it. You get Parta from Prit. Uh, um, um, so this is this is Saraswata. He's the servant of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati. He does it in his name because he just continues where he left off uh, to fulfill his order. Uh, but what he does uh, is also proclaimed in that mantra 
uh, what the, the Western countries are full of nirvishesha and shunyavada. This is what the founder acharyas did. The the four sampradaya acharyas they destroyed or attacked uh, uh, nirvishesha. Uh, impersonalism and Sunyavada, Buddhism, and, and the West too. The West was always known as the, in India as the fallen part too, you know, was where all these philosophies were. So that uh, this this is what, what, what he does. So this, he just, as far as Prabhupada is concerned, he was just like the, just carrying on what Bhaktisiddhanta wanted as his servant. And that Everything is happening by his mercy, just completing and fulfilling his his mission. And as the he's that that's he's the eternal servant. He and uh, Prabhupada said once, only one thing is my to my credit. Somebody was praising him. He said, "I've always remained the servant. I've never tried to become the master." So this is humility. Huh? It's right in this important uh, 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 third verse of the Shishastaka prayers. And, and as we go through Chinada Pisinuchena, Trori Vasuhishnuna, Manina Manadina, thinking oneself in this way, uh, and, and, and here um, one, one begins to become uh, at that point, you know, the, the, the holy name really starts to uh, reveal itself because Kirtaniya Sadari, then you have to begin to have the capacity to always chant the holy name, to remain always in the association of the holy name. And then you notice the next one, Nadanam, the renunciation and humility increase. I don't want money. Najanam, I, I don't want uh, followers. Uh, uh, or Sundarim uh, Kavita. Uh, you can take this in different ways. Bhaktivinoda Thakur changed Kavita Sundari, beautiful women. But it can. Here, another way of Kavita. Kavita means verses. The literal meaning is beautiful verses, which is a temptation for people like me, you know, to have a really great prose style, you know, <laughs> great be able to write beautifully, you know, not even that. And for Lord Chaitanya, that would have been a big thing, you know, all those people were really good at poetry and kavya and so on, writing great stuff. Uh, so it could be that way. Or kavita is fruit of activity described in flowery language. So many different ways to say, well, I don't want that. All I want is birth after birth, giving up even the idea of, of going back to Godhead. Bhavata bhakti adhaita kita. Let this be this, this pure uh, devotion uh, to you. Uh, 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 and, and, and so, so, so th this is this is really describing uh, the the stage of ruchi, uh, of a real taste for the activities of Krishna consciousness. Ruchi has the activities of Krishna consciousness uh, uh, as its uh, object, 
And then the next verse is, is actually asakti. Asakti means addiction, really. <coughs> and, but at this point, you're addicted to Krishna. Ayinanda taluja kinkara. This ayi, A-Y-I, I looked it up in the dictionary, uh, and it happened to be there, the Monier Williams... <laughs> Uh, uh, it's a, it says evocative uh, particle uh, uh, which is used in kind of intimate uh, uh, conditions it's uh, encouragement or a kind inquiry to somebody you know it's a very gentle i.e. Uh, and they mention is especially used in dramas. Ayi Nanda Tanuja. Intimate name for Krishna, the son of Nanda. Uh, 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 and then, you know, please pick me up. I've fallen into this rough ocean of material existence. Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, is it permissible to complain about the difficulties of material life, even in this stage of Krishna consciousness? He says, yes, here it is. You, it's a rough ocean, you know? It's, it's rough. Okay, we know, we know that. You, you, can, you can say that. Uh, and then, Kripaya Tavapada Pankajastitu And just think of, please, literally consider me, Vichintaya. Think of me as just one of the little particles of dust that clings to your uh, feet, he says. Uh, and then it goes on to discuss, you know, I am God at Ashradaya, the, the, the stage of, the stage of bhava, beginning of uh, uh, symptoms of ecstasy. Uh, and, and then the last two prayers, is first prema in separation and then prema in in union. But you, even that prema in union, you know, there's still feelings of separation uh, uh, that, that are mixed with it. Uh, and uh, uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur remarks this, this Govinda uh, in, in separation that actually this is very important that that the feelings of separation are 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 first. This is called sometimes called puvarag. You know, one kind of feeling of separation, uh, like like when uh, when Rukmini is writing to Krishna. I've heard all about you and your wonderful qualities. And now they're going to marry me to to Shishu Paul. Please come and kidnap me so I don't have to marry this guy. You know. She's never met Krishna. I've only heard your glories, you know. So this is called Purvarag. Before even meeting, you know, having feelings of separation. Uh, and he says, this is something, in, in this world, that may be all that you need, is, is this, this, uh, this Purvarag. Uh, and then, of course, finally, Aslishya Bhavadaratta. But in the, now, he's, now she, she, she's complaining about him. Huh? This is now in the mood, the, the final tour, the complete voice of Radharani. Lord Chaitanya is now uh, 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 
experiencing her uh, feelings, and she calls him a lampata. Uh, Prabhupada uses the word debachi. That's he would say a playboy, you know, somebody like that. <laughs> So still, she says, you know, you anytime you can go on with the, uh, other world, uh, uh, other women, you know, he's a, still whatever he does, he's my pranatha, uh, without anything. Uh, so that's why there's also the sense he can go away at any time, you know. And, uh, and uh, it, 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 anyway. All of this is in the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. You know, this is all, all, all of this is there. And, and, and really, all our, our, our real responsibility is to try to, cult, to chant the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra while trying to give up offenses. Just come to that stage, just trying, and then things will, will really happen. Will, will, will really, the, the potencies of the Holy Name really become. Uh, and uh, the, the one kind of uh, very useful um, thing uh, we learn uh, from the Hainan Shintamani, uh, written by Bhaktivinoda Thakur, but seems to channel a conversation between Lord Chaitanya and Haridas Thakur, says that, uh, that the, 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 the offense from which all the other offenses spring, or the kind of seed bed from which they all grow, is inattentiveness. Pramadaha, api pramadaha. The way we say it, it's also an offense to be inattentive while chanting. Well, it, it, don't take that casually. That's, that's the big one. Uh, not paying attention to Krishna, pramadaha. Distraction or insanity. Uh, uh, you know, Hamlet says, oh, this distracted globe, when he thinks it's distraction, you know, your mind goes different places, you can't control it, it's grabbed away. So, so this one, this is, he's, this, this offense is the one to deal with. And in a sense, it's, it's, it's immediate, because, because if you sit down, to, we sit down to chant our japa, We've, we've created a kind of uh, simplified stage or arena of our activities. But there's really only, there, there's me, uh, there's my mind, and, 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 and there's the Maha Mantra. It's very simple. Three, three actors on stage, you might say. And then the mind, somehow or other, perversely is running away. Because we know our mind isn't a Vaishnava. We, we, we are not the mind. I mean, to me, first of all, good news that I'm not the body, but really good news that I'm not the mind. And this mind, when we have changed bodies, we didn't, the mind came with us. You know, so God knows what's in there. Maybe all kinds of garbage we don't even not even conscious of, but it's there somehow in the subtle body, and so then we have to you know take on this heroic struggle with mind. It's really worth fighting for, and the mind wants to go away from Krishna. Why does my mind want to go away from Krishna so badly? Obviously, uh, it's got some 
projects of its own that wants to not have Krishna around for. You know, okay. So you can, you can, you can, yeah, in my mind, you're not a Vaishnava. You can beat your mind, you know. I mean, with a mental shoe, but you, <laughs> don't hit your head. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> separate, sep we separate ourselves from our mind. Okay, you know, we've got it, it's with us, it's got all kinds of horrible, I'm not my mind. I'm a Vaishnava. Wouldn't be, wouldn't have gotten this far if I weren't a Vaishnava. Uh, uh, we've been the recipient of a great deal of mercy uh, to, to have gotten this far. Let's take advantage of it, and uh, and force our mind to to to, to concentrate and just. Pay. When you pay attention to Krishna, you know you're you're showing Krishna something that we're interested in a relationship a and Krishna will respond we'll, we'll see that a and that relationship develops and then you'll discover yeah I want a relationship with Krishna but maybe not just yet maybe there's a few things I'd like mm -hmm. to do you know at, at least see the, the next Batman movie or whatever you know <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, don't quit. Don't quit, you know. If, if your mind jumps you one time and beats you up, you know, go back, get right back. Just, just don't quit. And you're showing Krishna that you're interested. Uh, and then you know, things will, will happen. We'll, we'll make advancement. And uh, then when that happens, when we just, we're clearing on the clearing stage of chanting everything you know all of a sudden you you the you pick up the bhagavad gita and open it up and it's telling you what you need to know you know i mean you're you're dealing with krishna in a very live way uh there are no accidents all of a sudden you meet the devotees you need the, to meet and uh and your next step that you need to take becomes it's not subtle what, 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 what one should do. So we really, it's a very simple process. Uh, and, and we've been given all facility. And you, you look at what people like Bhaktivinoda Thakur and, 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 and Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati and Srila Prabhupada and so many other devotees have, have done for us. You know, we should take advantage of all that mercy. That means Krishna wants us back. And the obligation is not just ourselves and other devotees, but the whole world needs Krishna consciousness. You may notice it's getting rough. Uh, and uh, uh, so this is also, uh, our mission should be to become Krishna conscious ourselves and then, then give it to others. And uh, in this way we, we will satisfy uh, uh, Srila Prabhupada and Krishna, and then everyone will become satisfied. Anyway, that's a, a little bit about the chanting of the Holy Name and what it can do. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, we should really take advantage of it. Any questions or comments?
Well, I'm listening to it too. You know, <laughs> is it good for me? <laughs> it's it's there for all of us. Yeah. So you said that the eight uh, verses of the Shikshastaka referred to the yeah exactly or yeah there they do uh, well they go, uh, the, the one is packed they don't quite uh, they don't quite no no because because um, how does he put it that uh, 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 the second verse is uh Associating with devotees, clearing up offenses while so adoshada sadhu sangad bhajana kriya anartanivritti shat. So all those things are kind of piled into the second. Just and then then the rest of the way they 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 correspond in that way. Uh, uh, yeah. I had a chart somewhere done not like this. I don't know where the chart is now, but I I put them together. But that that that's that's how it's uh, that's how it's explained. Uh, Does Bhaskar Nautaka uh, explain that? Yeah, I th- uh, yeah. I'm trying to think where I got it from. It's either Bhaskar Nautaka or. or Some also comes from that that book by uh, uh, what's it called? It's by Vishnu Chakravarti. Madhurya Kandamani. Yeah, Madhurya Kandamani. He has a, He also tells you how how uh, uh disappear. You know, he says that there's anarthas from arising from bhakti itself. Uh, 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 and then from bad deeds and from offenses, and that uh, they, they there's various degrees of nullification, and and, and that uh, at the stage of of, uh, of nishta, for example, the the the. Well, he has a stage beyond Purna. Uh, Purna is complete. He has these stages, partial, pervasive, uh, almost complete, complete, and then Atyantiki, absolute, that is with no chance of returning. That's the fifth stage, which doesn't ha- it happens after Prema, where you have the Lord's association. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, but, 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 uh, but the, uh, I have a little chart. I, maybe you want to look at it. But, but he sa- he says that uh, the slowest ones to go away, the most gradual, is uh, offenses arising from. I mean, uh, 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 anarthas arising from offenses, aparad. So th- those. Uh, like if you reach the stage of nishta, according to him, 
the offenses that, that uh, come from uh, 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 bad deeds, they're complete, and from from bhakti is complete. Uh, and then uh, I, I I can't remember what he what he considers the offenses arising from bhakti are, but that that's that's one of the kinds. I, I just think it's from. Um, misapplications or something like that I can't remember um, but the 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 uh, from but the at the stage of Nishta the offenses uh, from uh, Aparad are only it's pervasive the second stage and then it's not almost complete until you reach bhava Aparad when you reach prema, it's complete, but it's not absolute until the, you have the Lord's association. That's, that's, the, that's the way he does it. Uh, he says, Yeah, offenses arising from devotional service. That may be different things like uh, Seva Aparad and well, those kinds of uh, 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 things like that. Yeah. Uh, Anarthas, rather. Yeah. Anything else? Well, you're saying that um, for Chaitanya, there's talk about grief, you know, and then, you know, it was bona fide. Um, but a couple of years ago, when I was reading Bhagavad Gita, I came across, you know, like some co- most confidential knowledge, and it's, you know, joyfully performed, you know, and I was thinking, yeah. I've been mm-hmm. suffering a long time because I'm not very joyful. And, uh, <laughs> but I'm just thinking, um, do you know, like, when you're talking about pure devotional service at that level, you know, is, is there some kind of paradoxical kind of joy in understanding that how separated we are from Krishna, that kind of grief? Yeah, well, well look, look at Lord Chaitanya, it always looks like grief, you know, his ecstasy is like, <laughs> yeah. is, is the feelings of separation and crying tears of all the time. And it, 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 I mean, spiritual ecstasy is very, very interesting. Be, because, because it has this aspect that, that from the outside, you know, why is this guy crying all the time, you know? And they don't look like tears of joy. Krishna's it's not here, he's not coming, he hasn't come, you know. It's all these strong feelings of, uh, 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 of separation. And yet, yeah, if you read Chaitanya Charge, I'm reading, you know, it's there all, all, all the time like that. And, 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 you know, they had to do things to Lord Chaitanya to keep him from wounding himself, rubbing his face against the against the the, the floor and getting bruised and and all this kind of stuff. But this is this is this is ecstasy. You know, it's it's it's, it's, it's uh, and of course, you know, I mean, his sometimes his, his limbs would separate and. And, and joints like that and very far very far out stuff but 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 spiritual happiness 
uh, sometimes it's like drink, drinking. It's it's so su- it's sweet and but yet very hot, and so you it's it's so it's described to us sounds a little paradoxical, but it's extremely addictive. <laughs> once it, once it comes, yeah. Anything else? Yeah. I've, I've always enjoyed your, your your social commentaries on on the Hare Krishna movement, and, and you know your insight into from the beginning and and now. And but I was going to you were saying at the end there that we you know to to give the Krishna consciousness movement to others, and it, it does seem now uh, that it, that seems to be more difficult than before. And like or that's what this with that. Um, more people seem to be more enthusiastically coming forward to practice Krishna consciousness before and I don't know maybe I'm reading it wrong but in, from my understanding that, that just doesn't seem to be the case anymore it seems to be you know there's the, the people don't seem to come forward or you know it, it seems to be that it's uh, maybe, or I don't know it's only here or but it just seems to be more difficult for people to come forward and take take Krishna consciousness. Do you think that is a, a cyclical thing, or is there some other? Uh, well, some of it may be superficial. You know, one one, one nice thing about the seventies, at least uh, the sixties in America, is the economy was great. Nobody worried about their future. Now everyone's scared to death. You know that that may may have uh, so so many people may have come, but also those same people. Where are they now? You know, it's 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 really hard to judge whether people are coming more or less. Uh, also, in the '60s, we were very separated from the rest of society. Although Prabhupada never said. You had to do that, but the, the devotees, at least in the '60s, they sort of brought this, uh, you know, dropout thing uh, over from the counterculture. Prabhupada never really advocated that, but people did it, and he was, you know, but but uh, but it wasn't something that he insisted on. Uh, you know, when when I moved into the temple. I had just finished all my coursework for a PhD. The devotees told me I should quit. They they read me. The educational institutions uh, are like the slaughterhouse of the young, and, and that I should I should quit. I just you know I had to write a doctoral dissertation. So I asked Nanda Brahm, who's my temple president, can you find Prabhupada if you if I should quit? And, and then Prabhupada said, or came back, that no, I, I, I should get a PhD. Didn't bother them devotees a bit. No, 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 he's just telling you that because you're attached. You should quit anyway. It was just like so much you had to drop out. You know? And in some ways, it was, it was a, you know, we were so <clears throat> different from everybody. Remember, you were vegetarians. Everybody thought you were going to die. You notice how now nobody thinks that? 
I mean, it was a lot of lot of things that we did that was quite radical have now, have now become mainstream. Even shaking the head. Yeah, shaving the head, wearing funny marks on your face. You know, I mean, sure. And it used to be such a blessing you come to the temple and nobody's smoking cigarettes. You know, what's happened to cigarette smoking? Now you get in an airplane and you don't die. Because everybody's smoking cigarettes, you know, because it was like uh, stopped. So, so you know, uh, the many ways they've come, uh, it's, 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 things have changed. And I suspect, you know, the putting the holy name out into just the ether has had something to do with it, if nothing else. Uh, uh, so I, I don't, I, I j- just. Uh, Think that 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 um, Krishna will give us guidance. What, what next thing to do? And, and the main thing we'll take whatever we have and, and, and cultivate that further. And then then the, the next step will be will be shown to us exactly exactly what Papa, we need to do. I think some of the things that it seems very difficult. Uh, like cow protection uh, is going to become, you know, if you look at what global warming is doing now, people are thinking, well, how are we going to adjust to that? It's really simple. You make energy production and food production as local as possible. And if you plow with bulls, that's what will happen. So that that's that's something... Be, and we haven't, on the, not the only ones that have noticed this. I saw an article in the New York Times where a couple of professors of agriculture from the University of Massachusetts were plowing with oxen. Because they figured it out. And, and that cow dung is actually so valuable if you make all for use of it, even if the cow doesn't give milk, the cow dung makes it worthwhile. Yeah, there's, there's so many things are there you know, that, that, that 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 are we got to take advantage of and, and develop further. And of course, you know, so many of the yoga people are getting warm. Some of them are getting serious. They you know if you if you. You know, come on, uh, yama niyama, the first step, one of those yamas is brahmacharya. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. You know, I'm sorry, someone just arrived. <laughs> okay. So I, 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 you know, Krishna's in charge of timing and things have its own r- rhythm but uh, I'm not at all all discouraged uh, it may seem here we're not spreading so much but in other countries it's it's going big that that's another thing uh, you know some people uh, in America we're almost like an ethnic church which prompts things like Krishna West you know because if sometimes you go into a Hare Krishna temple, if you're not an Indian, you may think, I don't belong here. But uh, those people are not in India either. And, and 
they're going to gradually get integrated more and more into society. We see what happens with different immigrant groups, you know, it just takes another 20 years and uh, nothing strange. Uh, Not outsiders, not separate and things like that. so, and, and I mean, for how things are happening, I mean, you know, I went back to Germany after I've been away for some time, full of Russians. <laughs> Everywhere you go, they're Russians. I'm pretty fired up devotees, too, you know. You know, maybe not so many Germans are joining, but there are all kinds of Russians. Okay, whatever, you know. <laughs> We'll do it. We take whoever comes. And, and, you know, as far as the Indian people in America, all they got to do is start giving Krishna consciousness to their friends who aren't Indians. You watch what will happen. Anything else? Okay. Thank you very much. Shri Prabhupada.